This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, soon to be America, Mr. Donald J. Trump dancing, great mood. How are you today, Mr. President? How are we doing? We're so close, tech stuff. You know, there's rumors that I'm going to get indicted again. What do you do? You know, after the, it's like cheating on a wife. The first one, you get a little nervous. (laughs) By the 19th prostitute, you're like, who the hell can you can't, you can't get 19 divorces. You know, so it's sort of, it's sort of the way I feel about the Second Amendment. Once you shoot somebody, you might as well shoot up the entire shopping mall. You know, because well, I, I'm you know I don't we're not pro, we're not pro mall shooting. Of course, we're actually anti mall shooting. Nobody's okay. going to report that. I'm going to say right now, Donald J. Trump is anti shooting at malls. How about that? They're not going to report that, though. They won't report that. And but I use it as an analogy, you know. Where I've heard. You, you say it's like. And so once you do one, you know, it's like, what was it? What Once you, is it Pringles? Once you pop, you can't stop. Yep. That's how I feel like about coming in women that aren't my wife. Once you pop, you can't stop. And so we're feeling great uh, about our country. Not right now, but there's hope. It's called hope, deck stuff. Mm -hmm. And because I looked at the polls recently, and boy, oh boy, is it sad out there for any Republican not named Donald J. Trump. It's kind of sad. Now, Mr. President, it is going great for you, and as well, it's going great for this podcast, and we do have a big announcement coming up in August. If you'd like, would you like to lead into this announcement, or would you like me to lead in and and you to color commentate it? It's your choice, Mr. President. Okay, well, I'll say this. There is a person behind this show. He's a tall guy, sort of a bad comedian, very tall, and... He got a job under my administration, very good job. 
And I'm the sleepy Joe recently. Lost the job. How about that? You don't ever even talk about that, do you? No. Well, he realized that. Well, he's, I'll let you take it from here. You tell the people. Basically, so. under Sleepy Joe, under me, the show was free. Correct? That rhymes, bars. <laughs> Correct. Under me. And now there are people suffering, doing horribly. And free, we like freedom. We're pro-freedom. But we there's maybe the total free show. There will be a free show, but you tell them. You give them the bad news. I give okay. them the dancing and the, the jerk-off dance, and then you give the bad news, which is actually what good will be, I think it's great news because we're going to have a lot more content and um, a lot more special things um, down the pipeline. But what we're going to be doing starting in August, um, in order to hear August every... It's called August, August 7th. 7th um everything will be behind a paywall if you would like to hear the episodes it would be one dollar a month just to hear the weekly episode there'll be a deal on patreon i think it's uh it'll be like ten dollars to pay for the whole entire year and you will get the episode once a week what will be going on itunes there will be a mini episode on itunes which would be kind of a teaser to the show a little Q and A banter at the beginning, post episode, teasing the, the episode. Ball, the ball tickle. We call those the ball tickle. <laughs> if you want full shaft and head, one dollar a month. What? Imagine it. One dollar a month. Show's been free for five years. Five years. Total freedom. What we're basically saying is, going into an election. Okay, we're a year away. And the most important election in American history. You can get the next year of podcasting, as you've been getting for years. $10, you don't even think about it again. Or if you're, you know, struggling in the Biden economy, you go $1 a month. Now, of course, you can always upgrade, but everything you've gotten for free so far, the next year, max, will call you, will cost you $10 maximum. I don't that's think it. that's a bad deal. And I'm sure there's some people, screaming right now how am i going to afford a dollar a month <laughs> well i mean i mean i get emotional when i think of the people who can't afford a dollar a month because i hate them you know, it's, usually you see me get very upset like ivanka thinking of ivanka you know getting raw dogged you know, on camera but this is a sort of contempt it's the greatest podcast a lot of people say the best podcast in the world and you know, for Rogan, you know Rogan, you know this guy. Yeah, I gave him a strong alpha handshake at the at the very MoMA. strong, very long, very strong. Wouldn't it be funny if people were going to the MoMA thinking they were going to see some stupid liberal art, and they ended up at the MoMA MMA? <laughs> I think that'd be great content if you switch the audiences. Oh, we're going to see some liberal artist paint penises coming on. Religious artifacts, how how woke and liberal art, and then the MMA people see that, and then the the artists have to go see MMA. Anyway, the point is, one dollar a month. There will also be a lot more bonus content. I think we're going to bring back uh, Trump prank calls. Um, I think we um, 
Uh, going to bring up some more bonus content for the listeners. So there'll be more content, everything behind a paywall, though. And um, we'll get more into that um, next week. And it will go up on the Patreon probably starting um, in the next few days. So August, join up for well, the August $1. 7th, August 7th right. is the official. And the good news is also if I can pitch these. It will go up that these. week, though. Right. But what I'm going to tell you is right now. We're in talks. We can't confirm it yet, but we're in talks for that first episode to be woke, radical left actor, John Cusack. Okay? And he may not kick it off, but we're working on him being a guest and getting totally destroyed by your president. But the point is, if you can't afford the dollar a month for the greatest show ever, because I was going to say, Rogan, does the Spotify... You know, you got to do like a premium Spotify. And he has, what, 12 million people? We're just asking for 2,500 to say, yes, sir, thank you. And I will say you're welcome. Or you just get the ball tickle. Or you get a ball tickle once a week. That's all you get. And you may like that. You know what the thing is? that Maybe a couple of these cheapskates that, oh, I kind of like the ball tickle. It's kind of (laughs) fun. Well, guess what? After about a month of that, you're going to have blue balls. And then you're probably going to go do a Second Amendment shooting at a mall because you're so frustrated because you don't have your strong making podcasts so great again. So that's just it's it's a it's a new day. It's an it's a new dawn. It's a new day. And I'm feeling presidential. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Mr. President, let's get into the news stories here. A very controversial decision happened in Israel. Um, There is a law that was just passed. BB had it, and I think BB might be getting a nickname back. I think it basically prevents the Supreme Court from overruling the government for reasonableness. I don't know what that means. Um, something is reasonable, I think, is a very gray area. You might think something is reasonable. I may not think it. So what are your thoughts on this ruling? And what are your thoughts on BB being maybe strong again? Obviously, BB, we've been on a journey with this podcast, right? It's just true. You know, he was a great friend. And then he... He said that Joe Biden was Sleepy Joe was president. And he, you know, that was one of the worst things. I think that was probably the worst thing he's ever done, to be honest. Probably the worst. And he was stripped of his name. You know, Trump titles are very, you know, those don't, those don't come around often. And, but I think he is making amends. I think he is fighting to be tough again, to prove his toughness. And I think I like this law. I like this law because if we had a law like this in America, now we have a Trump Supreme Court. We have a Trump Supreme Court, so we get a lot of great decisions. But imagine if we had nine Darth Vader Ginsburgs sitting on the court. They would not be making reasonable decisions. They would, they would claim, oh, it's reasonable for us to decide if a president tried to do a coup and raped a woman at Bergdorf Goodman's. And I'd say, no, that's actually not reasonable. It's unreasonable. And by getting rid of that, you get a, it's called subjective. 
it's called subjective. We need mm -hmm. judges who are objective so we can objectify them. That's why I want to appoint very hot women to the court. And <laughs> we have objective judges who don't try to put their own opinions. You know, they have a, they can make an opinion in in the law. It's called the law. Like in within, within the box of the law, they can make a decision. But when you bring reasonableness, all of a sudden the box starts getting wide and big. And they start throwing a lot of other things in, calling it reasonableness. No, no. So I think forcing judges to be more reasonable by getting rid of reasonableness. How about that? The judges will be have to be more reasonable because now they can't use reason. And what's the reason for the season? Jesus Christ, it's called Christmas. That's how you cap it up. That's, that's your final words on that. Okay. Sorry, I'm sending a, a, a truth. Who are you sending it to? Or is it out to everyone? Oh, no, it's a public truth. I said we need more Israeli laws. Good job, tough baby. And truth. Now, Mr. President, I know you used to be a user of this, not anymore. You're all true social all day, all night. Twitter has replaced its bird, it, its its logo, mascot, however you want to call it. Um, Twitter tweet bird with an X. I don't get it. Do you understand this? Are they trying no, I, to make it a little more edgy to bring you back? What's going on here? No, I know it. I know what uh, Ethan Musk is trying to do. I know very well. He's, you know, he wants me back, sort of pathetic. But now what he's doing, and not a lot of people know this in the fake news media, but on Truth Social, they know. Truth Social, they know very well. Have you gotten on Truth Social, Tech Steph? I have not been answered yet. I'm still on the wait list. Uh, well, okay. We'll see if we can bump you up the list. Uh, probably not, though. But I would say... He knows Ethan Musk obviously is a big tech guy, big tech. Mm -hmm. And he's aware, somebody's made him aware of our plan for Netflix. You know, the Truth Social spinoff of adult streaming content featuring yes. a series of a series of tasteful gangbang films featuring first daughter Ivanka Trump. <laughs> well, he got word of this and he's trying to pivot. He's trying to do a, a pivot to adult content. So he wants mm. to change Twitter because birds, blue birds, you know, you think of like Disney films, like, oh, look at the birds. You know, it's very childlike. You switch it to X. Now you have a lot of things you can do. And you can go, it'll make a transition to adult content a lot easier. Because as far as I know, I don't think you can find any adult content on Twitter. Uh, there's a ton of adult content on Twitter, actually, Mr. President. No, that's you probably think of another website. Uh, that Twitter is pretty wholesome. Yeah, it's woke, mm. but it's wholesome, very wholesome. 
there. There's a lot of violence and a lot of sex on, on Twitter, Mr. President. I will see about that. I, you know, my algorithm, my algorithm was, you know, maybe that was because Pence was liking too many of my posts. I got sort of a wholesome algorithm. But but I think he wants to make Twitter more adult. More, and he wants to try to, he knows that there is a, a monster coming called Netflix from Truth Social. And he wants to stop that quick. So I see him. He's playing checkers and I'm playing go fish. You don't think it has anything to do with, because he has SpaceX. So he's making this an X and just... Um, taking a page out of the 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 brandoning of Donald Trump. Well, and I have stock in X Lax, so I already beat him to it. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What year is it? And I think we'll probably have to, I think we'll have to put the, the the YouTube or the videos for people who like the videos. I think that'll have to be paywall as well. Because <laughs> you know oh, the, the videos. Radical, the, well, the radical left people they're going to want to go. Oh, we're going to we'll, we'll trick the president. We'll go watch the YouTubes. Maybe we can make those private, and the only people who have the password are people who are. It's called unlisted tech stuff. Private means no. only you could it, see it. Unlisted is no, where you have a link. Uh, only no, but link. you make it private where there's a password. And the only people who get the password are people 69. who are on the Patreon. <laughs> well, you can't tell everybody the password now or everyone's going to know it. 6969. Don't Final say answer. it. <laughs> Don't say another one because... Everyone's going to predict the third password. <laughs> Mr. President, I know you are Ain't running. No. Aw- <laughs> I know you're running away with this right now. It looks like for the GOP, you it's are ahead of everyone. Wait, wait, we need to come up with a new phrase because I'm not even running away with it. I'm walking away with it. I don't even have to run. You know, like. You're this is, tripping you away with this? it like like a sleepy Joe, just tripping downstairs well, no, I'm away like, from I'm, it. I'm doing a. Remember. Uh, David Sanders, he was a black, he played for the Falcons, I think. David Sanders, football player, Deion Sanders. <laughs> no, probably a different person. I think you know, this okay. one, he wore number 21, he wore like a gangbanger, uh, Aunt Jemima thing. And he would, he would, he would like taunt them at the end, he wouldn't even run his fastest. He'd like hold the ball. I think they call it that high stepping. Yeah, you were high goose stepping. stepping. I'm goose stepping into the end zone. I'm running away with this so bad. I'm goose stepping. That's what we call it. That's what we call it on Truth Social. We don't call it high stepping. We call it, you know, like just like a goose, like Mother Goose. Total, <laughs> total conservative Mother Goose. By the way, very conser- very conservative lady, Mother Goose. Yes, you you are, you are kick. <laughs> yes, I've I've noticed that you you are you are kicking ass, Mr. President. 
but there is one person who is slowly climbing where no one else is climbing and it is not sour Ron and it is not Chris Christie and it is not um what's what's manly Mike Pence it is oh manly Mike Pence who is it (laughs) Tim Scott oh wow look at that Uncle Tim Scott we love Uncle Tim he's a uh, he's a good guy very friendly very Christian uh and by the way black you know so totally not a racist party actually very not racist Kamala Harris Koala Bear Harris is only half a black and we've got a full-on 100 percent milk dud head shaped black now can you picture ever the Republican Party ever making their candidate a black man? Ever? You know why I could see? I'm going to explain to you right now. We're going to explain tech stuff. Why I think explain. Uncle Tim Scott could make it. He's a nice, First of all, he's a nice guy. And he's from a strong state. He's been a strong supporter. Okay. Conservative. Value. So he checks off most of the boxes. But I could see Republicans electing Tim Scott. Now, you know, obviously they're going to elect me. But it, it, let's say I'm a let's say I'm not in it because I like Tim. I mm-hmm. liked him a lot, and I think they could elect him because the only thing better than hiring a black is firing a black. And imagine how happy Republicans would be if they got to impeach a black president just for being black. Like, you know, it's, he's inaugurated and then he go in and Lauren Boebert shows up three days later, you know, in like a short skirt and some stilettos and says, hey, y'all, I want to impeach this. Insert phrase for whatever you think Tim Scott <laughs> you would is. Say. <laughs> and all of a sudden, imagine that because Imagine how happy Republicans could be because they never got to fire Obama. They didn't get to impeach Obama. He won two elections. It's like they could use Tim Scott as a stand-in for Obama. So they could get a couple of conservative policies and then, you know, like a role play. You know, like now we get to fire Tim Scott and, and they would feel so good. And, you know, he's not going to have a black vice president. You know, so... You get a white vice president to become president. You get to fire black. I think it's a it's it's a it's it's. I could see it. Excuse me. I could see it happening that way, but not in no other scenario. Do you think it would be a great idea for if Tim Scott, if if Sour Ron was just like I have no shot, and Sour Ron became his VP on the ticket? versus you and whoever you pick, do you think that would give him any shot? You're saying Sour Ron as VP? For Tim Scott. I just don't know how they kind of compete when I pick either Lauren Bobert or Carrie Lake and just start having strong sex during our ads. <laughs> during ads, you said? Political ads? Political ads. Like you're sitting there at the table making a speech, and then after you're done, her head pops up and she says, I approve of this message. 
you know, like a little dab of the mayo, like, uh, <laughs> Mr. President. Uh, I carry like, I, I mean, I, I got to say, I think, and I'm, I'm a pretty sort of, you know, relaxed guy. I think Carrie Lake's husband is going to basically like do a Roger Stone with me at some point and just ask me to plow Carrie Lake in front of him while he watches. Uh, that woman wants it so bad. It's, you know, I know it's dry in Arizona, but she is an extra level of thirsty. <laughs> but uh, no, they don't have a chance. It's, I don't think adding Tim Scott to the ticket does anything for Ronda Suckass. And I don't think Tim Scott would pick Ronda Suckass, who's obviously shown himself to be very disloyal to me. So you'd have Ron DeSantis walking up there going, oh, no, I think we have a woke president because he's black. It would be a shame if a Republican were to make me president. You know, you can't trust him as a VP. You can't trust him as a Republican or a governor. How are you going to trust him when he's one step away from the presidency? So now Tim Scott would probably pick, you know, who Tim Scott would probably pick. And this would be his undoing. Mike Pence. Mm. He'd be like. We're both unmarried Christian men who just love America and inexplicably very... Oh, wait, Mike Pence is married. I sometimes forget that he's married. <laughs> yeah, if you looked at his internet search history, he'd be like, this is a very lonely man. But uh, <laughs> no, he's married. Okay, so I could see Tim Scott kind of looking at Mike Pence saying, that's what I'd like for myself. I'd like a woman to pretend that I'm straight. <laughs> Immorally. You know what I mean? Morally straight. Well, we just mentioned Sauron. Sauron is not having a very... It, who, um, who the hell told you you could nickname people? And by the way, when you say Sauron, you sound you know what that sounds like? The, the dragon from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you called him Sauron. I'm just following your nickname, oh, no, Sleepy not the, Joe. Not the, not the, not the dragon. The eyeball. Did you ever see Lord of the Rings? Not a fan. But have you ever seen it? I fell asleep. Wow, you're a disgrace. <laughs> what I will say is, there's a big red eye. It's yeah. like a flaming. It's like a big flaming vagina. It's like a vagina on its period. That's like the main villain. That's why I like Lord of. The- you got to look between the lines. Lord of the Rings is basically about the danger of electing Hillary Clinton. And it's a big eyeball, red and flaming, and it's called Sauron. And you keep saying Sauron. And it makes me think of that big eyeball. Okay, Ron DeSantis. He is not having a very good time right now. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Ron DeSantis. Not having a good time. He's looking to do a campaign reboot. He met in Utah with donors and his people. Uh, to discuss a new direction, that is not a good sign, right? Do you think he's lost or clueless or both or doesn't know, like he's in too deep and wants to pull out of this whole thing and knows he's going to get embarrassed? But it's like, you know, when you're in too deep and you just can't get out, so you just have to embarrass yourself. Do you think he's at that point? I pay many prostitutes to specifically tell me that I'm in too deep. <laughs> it's actually in the contract. They have to say those words for me to climax. So I know what it's like to be in too deep. 
No, what I think is, excuse me, is the thing about Randasakis. This guy, very disloyal. People see through him. He's not charismatic. There's no charisma, no charm, no people skills. He's, you know, smart. He's got some, he should be in the back making policy. He should not be out front running for president. And nobody's going to tell him this, but I'll tell him. The reboot for your campaign should be get somebody else to play Ron DeSuckass. How about that? Can you cast, <laughs> can you cast somebody new? And the role of Ron DeSuckass will now be Kirk Cameron. <laughs> well, how about that? How about that? You know, in the role of Ron DeSuckass, we now have Scott Bayo. Ron's in charge. And all of a sudden, you have a tough, charismatic, personable sort of person. Uh, but the the problem with the Ron DeSantis reboot is it stars Ron DeSantis. That's the biggest problem he's got. Though I do like his wife, Casey. With the right plastic surgeon, we could get her looking <laughs> very strong. <laughs> Mr. President, I know you're into movies. You finished Netflix during the pandemic. It's a big movie weekend, two big openings, and total opposite films. I was wondering if you have an opinion on any of them. It is Barbie and Oppenheimer. Did Ivanka have Barbies growing up? Or maybe Don Jr. had a bunch of Kens as a collection, and you have a lot of experience with Barbies. Um, what are your opinion on these two movies? What have you heard about them or your experience um, with an atomic bomb or Barbie? Well, I find it interesting that strong conservative Mel Gibson hasn't gotten an apology yet. And you might be wondering why. Why, sure. Why would Mel Gibson get an apology? Well, I'll tell you why. It's very simple. You have to know your history. You have to know your information, schooled information. Mel Gibson got in a lot of trouble a while back. He made a movie called uh, The Passion Fruit of Jesus. And it was a great movie, great movie, very moving, very strong with the conservatives, great movie, made a lot of money. And he got in trouble for that. And then he got pulled over by the cops. And he, he yelled that Jews start all the wars. Oh, well, you can't say that. It didn't seem nice at first. And then you see this movie Oppenheimer. And you know what Oppenheimer did? Oh, he invented a little thing called the atomic bomb. Just a little thing, just a little bomb. <laughs> Destroyed cities, changed the world, made us all scared and hide under our desk. Not me, I didn't hide under my desk in the 60s, but a lot of people hid under desks. And Oppenheimer, I wonder what religion he was. Do you know tech stuff? Do you know what religion Oppenheimer was? I'll give you one guess. Um, I'm going to guess Jew. He was Jewish. He was Jewish. And we love Jewish people. Ivanka is is a born-again Jew. So we we respect them. We have great friends, great friends in the Jewish community, great family, great family, great family people. Tough Bibi, we just gave Tough Bibi his nickname back. How could if I didn't like the Jewish people, how could I do that? But we have I think we all I think you should apologize to Mel Gibson on this episode on behalf of the other Kushners. And just say, sorry, it turns out Oppenheimer may have actually kind of done what you said he did. You don't have to. You don't have to. You're probably, you know, you're self-cancel culturing, obviously, and not speaking. <laughs> but I'm going to tell everybody you apologized in the chat. Now, 
so I think Oppenheimer is an important movie that the woke left probably won't like. But Barbie, Barbie was the best. Barbie was the best because it gave it gave hot women something to aspire to, and it made not hot women feel terrible about themselves. I think not hot women should feel terrible about themselves. So I think it was a very strong toy, very strong. And I remember I started giving them to Ivanka at a very young age, very young. And only the ones like Bikini Barbie and, and you know, when she'd go to a pool, you know, when Ivanka was eight, in strong fatherly ways, I used to just tease her about not having Barbie-sized breasts. You know, eight is, I think, when they start to develop. You know, you get like a nice C or D around fourth grade. And uh, I wasn't too involved in the parenting part, but that's what I've heard. And so by the time Ivanka was 14, she was already saying to me, Daddy, you know all those Barbies, all those strewn Barbie lessons you gave me, sir? She called me, sir. She called me Daddy, sir, actually, which I kind of liked. She said, I think I want to I wanna go to the surgeon. And I go, that sounds great. I've already made the appointment for your sweet 16. And that's what we call D-Day in our house. We called it D-Day, the day she got her D-cups. So... Barbie and Oppenheimer, I think, very important films for two different reasons. Now, it's kind of a woke Barbie. And I don't want to get too more into it because I think next month's Rotten Oranges will probably be a review of both of those movies. So I don't want to give, you know, that's more paywall. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's called The Paywall. Remember Oasis? They had a song called Paywall. <laughs> It's wonderful. It's a paywall. <laughs> That's my paywall. Uh, this is present the last thing I want to talk to you about. Have you heard of this singer, country singer, Jason Aldean? Great guy. Strong mega guy. We love Jason Aldean. <laughs> is that, am Aldean. I saying his name wrong? No, no, you said Jason Aldean. We say Aldean all day at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> strong mega guy, strong singer, strong country. We love bro country. Now, he has a music video out where he talks about race in his lyrics and shows different Black Lives Matters protests and um things like that but there are no black people in the video i think there might have been a couple but i think it was showing you see that's because the left would want to make it about race and that's why jason aldean is dean's we call him jason aldean's list because he's smart (laughs) and I don't. We well no because he knows that if he shows blacks doing crime, oh no, that's that's wrong. So he shows whites doing crime on behalf of blacks, not racist, even though it's for black people and for black causes. So he's a very smart guy, and uh, the video, you know, the country music television went woke, which is how sad is that? How sad is that when CMT? goes woke i never thought i'd see the day that's why we're introducing truth social country well what what do you truth social country 
And it's going to be, is it be all Dean all day? It's not going to be all Dean all day, but it's going to be, there will be a lot of, you know, patriotic real country singers, the ones who, you know, they love our flag. They love beer, but not Bud Light. They love hot chicks who give consent all the time. And, you know, they hate diversity and wokeness and college and books and electric cars and, you know, all the things that are ruining our country. Blacks. Did I I mention blacks? Immigrants. Women's bodily autonomy. They hate all that stuff is not going to be part of truth social country. So truth social country will be, you know, if you're a hot blonde or a big strapping white who sings about, you know, four different topics exclusively, trucks, beer, women, and farming, you can, uh, and the flag, you got to include, and loves law enforcement, loves law enforcement. You know, like we already, we used AI, we used Trump AI. Remember Michael C brought that up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we, we did, we did uh, Trump, we used Trump AI to come up with a song and it already gave us our first song. Red, white, and blue lives matter. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very patriotic song, you know. Red, white, and blue. There ain't no space for black. You're too busy on the street doing your fucking crack. That's why the red, white, and blue lives matter. Is what we're all about. When I see a black on the street, I find a cop and shout, Sir, get that guy out of my town. <laughs> he might steal something and that make me frown. And then the police officer does his job. He shoots six times before. He even talks, you know, it's, and it's, I don't remember all that the AI came up with, but very strong, very strong. So truth, (laughs) social country, but Jason Aldean's list is a, uh, he's a smart guy. He's a great MAGA guy. And in no way, you know, he's true MAGA. Remember that shooting? Remember the bump stock shooting in Vegas at a country, you know, like 50 people died, like 500 people. Yeah, he he was from the Manly Bay. Yes, I remember that. He was performing. It was his concert. Hmm. And now imagine, excuse me, imagine how patriotic and pro-Second Amendment you have to be to see people slaughtered at your own concert. Just total, de- total like, like, a, like a civil war battlefield at your concert. And then your instinct is to come back and go start singing about shooting people in a small town. You know how much you have to love the Second Amendment? To do that, that's a great patriot. I want to ask you about some of the lyrics I have here. Um, are they as good as are they as good as Trump AI? I by the way, as, to, not as good, not as good. I had to get out of. I had to not say all the n words that Trump AI automatically <laughs> puts into songs. You know, we're trying um, to keep this clean for the pay. You know, to encourage the paywall. There, there. There's two lines here. It says, uh, "Cuss out a cop, spit in his face." Stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Um, got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're gonna round up. Well, that beep, 
might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. I'm hooked. First of all, incredible songwriting. <laughs> and it was written not just by himself. It was also written by Neil Thrasher, Kurt Allison, Tully Kennedy, and Kelly Lovelace. So that is five geniuses on this song. Wow. Five, how many... How many dumb sex to shit country singers did it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> five, apparently. It takes five. <laughs> One to put in the light and the other four to shoot him. Uh, uh, but it's a, it's a great, it's a great song. It's, it's great music. It's, the lyrics, they don't they don't rhyme, but they also don't make sense. So it's very consistent. <laughs> and you know, try that in a small town. That's right. You come to a small town, you know. Uh, you know, there's other things. Hey, uh, try try visiting a library in a small town. You can't do it. You can't do it. Try having try. an abortion in a small town. Can't do it. Can't do it. They'll, they'll, uh, try try finding a fresh vegetable in a small town. <laughs> Can't do it. No, try finding a gun. Can do it. Can Just do it. it. It's called Nike. Just... <laughs> no, it's it's a great song. Jason Aldean is is one of our best. I think it's just uh, it's horrible that country music television has gone woke. But I think once again, Truth Social Country will fill in the gap. You know, we have a, we actually have a saying. Our, 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 our trademark, like our trademark slogan, mm-hmm. will fill in the gap, whether you consent or not. <laughs> Truth, social country, not woke country. <laughs> a little long, but I like it. It's a little long, but I like it. <laughs> we got Toby it's Keith. Remember Toby Keith? I do remember Toby Keith. Yeah. Good guy. Yes. Do you like this guy, this new country guy, Jelly Roll? What do you What do you think of him? Uh, I haven't heard his stuff, but he, he already sounds like he might be leaning woke. <laughs> Mr. President, um, appreciate you joining us um, every single week. And I uh, can't wait till August with all the different uh, new content. We're changing some things up. So love for everyone to please get on the Patreon starting. I think August 1st, we will put up the $1 um, buy-in for all the episodes, for the regular episodes. So that will be our first episode in August. On August 7th, it will be everything behind the paywall, except you'll get a 15-minute Tickle Your Balls uh, episode on iTunes, everything else would be behind the paywall. So get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. Just join at one of the higher levels right now. You'll just get everything, you know, and there's more bonus material coming to you guys um, August and beyond. So again, patreon.com slash MPGA. Um, in August, I will be at the Funny Farm in Brewster, New York at 8 p.m. on August 12th and August 19th. I'll be at the Rhino Comedy Club in Suffern, New York at 8 p.m. Both those are Saturday night shows, so come on through if you're in town. And Mr. President, the floor is yours. Thank you, Tech Stuff. Hello, everybody. Hey, some huge announcements if you're still listening. 
Uh, Princeton, New Jersey, this Friday and Saturday, that's moderate announcement. Big, if you're in the area, come to one of those shows, please. I get paid more if there's more tickets sold. Um, and I just signed my death warrant. I will get the minimum now. Now that I put that out there, nobody will show up. Um, <laughs> my album slash special that many of you have heard me lament for now years, Half Black Face. Uh, the album is available for pre-order. Jay will put the, uh, the link in the show notes. Um, this is one of those things where I'm just like, if you're a fan of mine, this is a one-time thing. There will be a special version also coming out soon. That is a different set. There's about 30 minutes different material each one. So obviously I would hope people would get both because they're both great sets and there's both like great in unique material on each one. But this is this is the album from October 2021, arguably the greatest set of my entire life. Um so you can pre-order it on iTunes or Amazon. I would greatly appreciate it if you do that, even if you're a streaming person who can get it for free. Um, side note, because of the difficulties of this thing, I get the most money if you purchase it. I split everything 50-50 with the people who did such a bang-up job producing it. But sales, I get 80%. Hence why I would love it if any and every fan I have would buy it, uh, pre-order it now, get it up the, get it high on the charts when it officially comes out August 25th. Beyond that, um, I've got other shows. I'm in Queens, August 4th, uh, in a story at QED. It's an 11 PM show. So, you know, I don't expect many of you to be there, but just throwing it out there in case, um, September 15th and 16th, Harrisburg comedy zone, October 20th, uh, flappers in Burbank, California, looking to fill in some shows, Pittsburgh. Uh, I think I have a date in October. I just need to lock it down. Um, and also a Seattle show seems likely though, not guaranteed in October as well. So I think that's it. Um, please, you know, join, join this Patreon. Like I said, it's only going to be a dollar a month or $10 for a year to get what you've been getting for years now for free. Um, so we'd appreciate the support. Um, and, you know, as a one-time thing, uh, obviously half blackface is, uh, extremely, um, an extremely big deal for me. Um, and it's important to me that given the two years of really horrific fuck ups with it, if I can say that, um, that it be a success for, for my peace of mind, not even my ego, just, just for my peace of mind. So long announcements, hope you're still listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, God help us all.